0: Hi, and welcome to The Trail to Austin, the place to get to know the people of Austin and find out how they became the people of Austin. I'm your host, Bob Morris, um, and my co-host is about eight miles from here, is it, as the crow flies, I would figure. Um, so there he is, Joel McCall. Hello. Hi.
1: So things well, have changed. So with, the, uh, with the lack of traffic, it would be almost as fast as the crow flies.
0: Yes, I know that's been, um, as things have changed a little bit and we're going to talk about some of the things that we are going to have coming up here. But first, I mean, obviously the biggest thing that's changed in our world is nobody leaves their house anymore. Um, so that's yeah. made
1: things a little interesting. Well, it has, uh, there's been some interesting uh, postings on social media, uh, about how people are dealing with it. Uh, people are speculating there's going to be a sharp increase in birth in yeah. nine months from now. Uh, probably a sharp increase in uh, the participation in Alcoholics Anonymous after this is all done. Uh, you know, they talk about the freshman 15, how you gain 15 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what the nineteen and COVID nineteen is. You're going to gain nineteen pounds. Sweet, yeah. while you're while you're quarantined.
0: Well, it it has caused people to make food. It well, some people. I shouldn't say that. I was going to say it's going to cause people to make more food from home, um, but uh, some people probably not. After you look at the lines at the grocery store. Well,
1: and here's the thing. Uh, I saw somebody put a sign on the refrigerator that said, close the door. You're just bored. You're not hungry. So, you know, it's uh, not sure how many of us are used to staying home this much. You No. Know? I, you know, as I, I think I told you, um,
0: the uh, after week one of a bunch of meals at home, I said, you know what I'm missing out on is having a smoker and I got one of those Weber Smoky Mountains delivered to the house and put it together and now we're gonna be doing some briskets, some ribs and some stuff like that to kind of alleviate that missing part of my
1: diet. Well, there you go. Well, we have a freezer full of venison, so we may have to go all keto. If <laughs> it if worse comes to worse. But well, the funny thing is we're
0: supposed to be doing keto right now and so when you have your smoked meat, you have cauliflower potato salad with it. Nice. Yeah. Welcome to the two thousands.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So, well, you know, as I was talking about, things have have changed a lot around here. Um, Obviously the city's on lockdown pretty much. Um, You're only supposed to go for necessary things. Uh, Our grocery stores have horrendous lines and, you know this incredible run on TP.
1: <laughs> I haven't been able to quite figure out. Now, that was kind of interesting. That was the first thing people thought of. Uh, but you know, you think about it, you know, Bob. You're going to be stuck in your house for two months. Well, I, you know that. That's probably something you're going to want to have. No, and
0: I did. I did see a uh, social scientist taking a look at it, and he said, "Well." He said it's not completely crazy because remember, a lot of times you're out a lot of the day, and so you do have more need for TP when everybody's in the house.
1: <laughs> all day. Yeah, well, and I'm, we've all seen those memes about how my house got TP'd and increased the value by two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you know.
0: absolutely. I mean, it's the the head scratcher for me was the bottled water. Yeah, why why yeah, this run we, on bottled water? Yeah. And I, you know, I know of a little something about the city's plans uh, for all this stuff. And you're not going to ever lose water, folks. Uh, there'll be somebody there. Yeah. I don't know. If so you... here's
1: a question. Sure. Uh, I don't know if our audience knows about your employment history, but you used to uh, work with the IRS, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So they're getting a lot of attention these days with the stimulus checks and and their ability to deliver and and their outdated data systems. And what's your take on all that? Well,
0: I mean, you heard that if you filed electronically, you'll get your money starting next week. That's really what they've been pushing for for the last couple of years, and they're trying to get out of the paper business. So the people that need checks – they, they actually have the capability to print uh, approximately 5 million checks a week, which is pretty sad. But, uh, wow. oh. you know, so that's why they're claiming it could take months. But let me tell everybody something. I saw this uh, article yesterday. Uh, TurboTax has set up a website for people who were not previous filers or who may have filed paper or that. And you can actually go out there enter your information and and get your return faster.
1: Well, that's cool. Thank you TurboTax.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, they're in the electronic return business, so they love to be the yeah. middleman and hope that you'll think of them next year when you go to file. But yeah, it's uh it's an antiquated system. They you know, they were in the middle of upgrading some stuff when I left and uh yeah, still have ways to go. Well, well,
1: there's a rumor out there. Our neighbor was all in a tizzy saying that he heard on the news from reputable sources that the stimulus checks were actually just an advance against your tax refund. Now, he was concerned on a couple of levels. Number one, uh, it being a, Advance on the tax refund, and number two, he doesn't file taxes. <laughs> so, he didn't know how that was going to work. Uh, I did do some sleutery and found out that that is just a nasty rumor. Right, uh, but sure seems like just a drop in the ocean.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, I don't know if you know this. My my college degree is in economics, and the moment uh, this started, I. I was looking at this. I'm going, this is bad. This is way worse than people think. And, you know, the numbers kind of bore that out last week when they came out. And now they're predicting a lot of reputable economists are predicting, the, you know, it could be 30 percent unemployment. And then it's just how fast you
1: get them back to work. Yeah. Well, well, you know, we should have and I think we will have uh, upcoming. Uh, We're going to try and talk to some local merchants, uh, local uh, people who are fighting in the face of the pandemic uh, to stay alive, figure out how they're making a living. Uh, A lot of people are in positions of having other people dependent on them, uh, which is pretty stressful at this point in time. Um, yes well that's it's i did see this interesting that the government's doing these small business loans Mm -hmm. uh hopefully they will a be big enough to make them forgivable so make them big enough to where they can satisfy the requirements for being forgivable
0: well that's that was the one thing that worried me about those loans was they say, you know, if you keep everybody on payroll, you pay it off. I mean, you don't have to pay it off. You just, but I, I'm afraid there's some other little caveats in there that that are going to catch people and they're going to wind up owing it. That's, I would really want to do more research on that.
1: Well, it comes down to we're from the government. Trust me. Right. <laughs> you know, so uh, that's, that's kind of weird. So. How are you filling your days, Bob? You're you're working remotely, I understand. Yes, I am. Um, That
0: was, um, like I said, I know a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes in the city. Uh, First, let me tell you, your water and your power are safe. Uh, We got an email last week that they're actually beginning to sequester some people. And I knew one of our locations that... uh, I'd been through it, and I noticed noticed I had gym, showers, you know, and all this uh, full kitchen, you know, with five or six giant commercial refrigerators. And I thought that was a little odd, but didn't think much of it. But what I found out this week, this last week, is there's actually sleeping quarters there, and they are going to literally lock some people in the building when they decide it's time. And those people will not be exposed to the public and you will continue to get your water and your electricity. So I thought that was interesting.
1: Well, good. Yeah. So even when the zombie apocalypse happens, we'll be okay.
0: Yes. Um, So that's one thing. Uh, What else? What was the question? (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: How you been
0: filling your day? Oh, yeah. So I've been working from home, and that actually required a Herculean effort because we had to uh, – part of Austin Energy's uh, function is they are the bill collector for energy, water, solid waste, all that kind of stuff. Um, so they have all the people on site to answer those questions the customer service people uh, they also happened to be 311 and so suddenly they had to give the ability to for all those people to work from home and we did not have wow. the infrastructure for that and within 2 weeks we did have the infrastructure for that and that was
1: a monumental effort so if i call 311 for whatever reason mm-hmm. uh that's going to go to somebody in their house, in their home? At this point, yes. In their pajamas? Yes. Sitting in front of the TV eating popcorn?
0: Yes, not shaven like you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, this Zoom is nasty. <laughs> yeah. There are no secrets, right? Yes. So it- well, I have a question about 311. Sure. Uh, and the essential businesses. Uh if I understand there have been about two thousand complaints uh, registered on people not happy with somebody or some company respecting the uh, uh, stay in place order. Yes, Is, is that a function of three one one?
0: Yes. So actually, they've had about twelve thousand calls directly related oh, to how- the coronavirus. But some of them are yes. This person isn't social distancing the way I think they should. So that's been that's been an interesting side effect. Um, that's a that's an interesting thing for me. I don't know how much you guys have gone out, but you go to the grocery store and they they've got everything marked off to keep you the proper distance apart and stuff. But people once they get in there, they completely ignore it.
1: Yeah. Well, they gather people are social animals you know and it's it's a little frustrating uh, to look at pictures of barton springs and see everybody all clustered together and you know we can sit here and go well that's not me i'm doing my part well thing is that
0: and you kind not need the whole herd to do their part
1: yeah i need the whole herd exactly so I'm I'm particularly pissed right now. Right. Uh, they the city of Austin was allowing free golf. I mean the golf courses were closed. Right. You could walk on and carry your bags and there were no services, and no tens or no rakes, but it was free golf. Yeah. And they've uh, they have since closed the property, which ah. Uh, I don't know (laughs) if if there was ever a sport that would allow social distancing it's golf and especially the way I play. it. Right.
0: No, I noticed uh, there was a little thing with uh, Adler today. That's our mayor. For those of you don't know uh, where he was giving a little press conference at noon and talking about that. They were closing the hike and bike trails this weekend because it was Easter and they knew that people would go try to be down there and doing stuff. And then he, Pause for a second. He goes, and we may ma- look at making that indefinite. Oh, no. Yeah. So, all the people that have been gathering on the big Zolker lawn and, and hanging out too close together, you know, I think, I don't know if it was here, but I know they were complaining about people playing basketball and some city ordered the hoops taken down, you know, to stop any of that foolishness.
1: <laughs> Well, uh, you know, it's it's such a thin line between caution and a police state. <laughs> you know?
0: Well, um, I'll tell you one that particularly worried me this morning I read. Um, and I know it's being talked about in a number of countries is what they're calling the immunity passport. And that's if you have had the virus. You're allowed to go back out in public. You're allowed to go back to work and stuff like that, um, you know, which all sounds good on the surface. But then being the, the person I am and I look at it, I see, you know, imagine you've got two waiters, right? And you want to reopen your restaurant. Well, this guy's got his immunity passport. He can come work for you. The other guy can't. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so basically, you're telling this guy he can make a living, but this guy, you're telling he can't.
1: Typhoid and Mary.
0: I know it's, um, you know what also struck me is very funny about this. I mean, you know, I basically it creates two classes of citizens: those who have had the virus and those who haven't. And yeah. but what I found that was the most interesting about it is you know the country that's leading the charge on this. Germany.
1: Who?
0: Yeah. Isn't that interesting?
1: <laughs> like, the uh, two different classes of people?
0: Yes. Well, they've,
1: they've had experience.
0: Oh, yeah. No, well, no, that's why I'm highly suspicious. Of, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like. Uh, well,
1: you do, do you know, it brings up a question. You know, you, you get the young bulletproof people. It's like, well, I'll just go ahead and get the virus, get it over with so I can uh, go to work.
0: Yeah, they said that was another major concern they were trying to figure out is how do you keep people from intentionally going and getting the virus to get their immunity passport?
1: Yeah. Well, that, that kind of plays into your uh, Oklahoma State Mike Gundy. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just saw that a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, sir,
1: young; they can handle it. <laughs> Let's get back to work. Yeah, but Mike's
0: Mike's my age. Now I know he probably yeah. feels like he's in pretty good shape but you know you're getting into that uh that class where you're kind of a little
1: more at risk. Yeah, uh, my uh wife likes to remind me of that pretty regularly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Why well, yeah. were you trying to go somewhere?
1: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere. Yeah. Or uh so you know I I went out to uh to physical therapy today, she goes take your mask. I'm like, oh my god! So, yeah, we have gloves and masks, and uh, yeah, it's. Good. So my grandson turned five last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a big birthday party planned, and of course, those plans all went to put. So I have to give my daughter-in-law Caitlin props. They decided to have a drive by birthday party. Oh, sweet. They uh, opened the garage door. They had banners, happy birthday K." They set up a bounce house in the garage, you know, for uh, him and his little brother. And uh, everyone who was invited to the party drove by and had balloons and honked their horns. And they waved at each other and, and they tossed the gift bags into the cars and they tossed the presents out of the car. And, Nice. Uh, it's it's the coming thing, I guess. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, I mean, she could have had a, a Zoom birthday party.
1: Yeah. Well, have you uh, gotten done any Zoom reunions or uh, things like that?
0: Not yet. Um, just to, like I set it up, help my aunt set it up, help my mom set it up, you know, and stuff like that, so they could see their grandkids. Yeah, Yeah. so that was the big thing, but not yet. But, you know, I
1: had a I had an up with people cast reunion on Zoom last week. Forty four people showed up.
0: Wow. How's that work with 44 people?
1: (laughs) Well, you had to keep scrolling back and forth. Right, That's (laughs) what I would think. But it's. we, we behaved like adults. We took turns, and uh, we muted ourselves when appropriate. So it was okay. It, well, you know, it was actually really good.
0: I've actually seen some of the musicians having virtual jam sessions over Zoom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. matter of fact, I'm uh, supposed to play with Christy Moore and do a, uh, a Zoom song circle. Uh, probably next week. I'm not sure when it's going to happen, but it's going to be a, a fundraiser for our friends at New World Deli. Oh, okay. No, I and, do uh, I
0: do appreciate how people are getting innovative. I mean, that's one thing about Austin has always been is kind of innovation. And you yeah. know, I saw where the local musicians were starting to have these Zoom jam sessions. And then that's great that you can take it to the next level and make it a fundraiser even. Um, sure. Yeah. I know. Well, I
1: think, and we're going to line up uh, some musicians, uh, have them describe what they've been doing. Uh, for our musical friends, that this is their sole source of income. Uh, these are tough times. Yeah. Uh, Venmo and PayPal are, are coming in very handy, and so uh, in future podcasts, I look forward to hearing some of the ideas. and It's like new marketing is what it is. Yeah. You know, it, no, this it, has it, been it,
0: really interesting. Um, you know, I've seen so many creative things that you know the restaurants that are selling
1: groceries now. Yeah, and things like that. Well, we just bought a bunch of groceries from Austin Java. Nice. Spinach and carrots and kale and and the world's greatest breakfast burger. Uh, but that was hmm. besides the fact.
0: No, but that's, I, I noticed that. And um, I heard an interview with Mark Cuban the other day, and he was talking about that. And he says, yeah, you know, this is a strange time and a lot of businesses are going to get destroyed And he goes, but some are gonna be really creative and make their way through this. And he said, There'll even be some new things you never thought about that will be created through this. So Well, I
1: think we can all agree it's never gonna be the same.
0: No. You know, this is I heard somebody say the other day, this is the gen this is the event of generations, not a generation. So like to my grandparents, what the great depression was where they never forgot about it. Never. And I don't think anybody's ever going to forget about this. I mean, you know, it's easy to go. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say, uh, I was having a conversation with a friend today and trying to equate it to an event that was as globally impactful as Mm -hmm. this is. You know, you've got the world wars, uh, the great depression is kind of combine that with world war two. Uh, but this was an alien action. I mean, it wasn't man against man. Uh, and it is global.
0: Yeah. And you, there was no way to, I mean, like I said, when I was, When I was looking at the damage this was doing, you know, everybody said, oh, the well, yeah, the restaurant workers and the hotel workers are getting laid off. That's like, well, no, they have distributors. They have suppliers. It starts going in circles out from that. And eventually, you know, and then what happens? Well, you know, they can't buy a new iPhone. So Apple lays off a bunch of people, you know, or something like that. I mean, that hasn't happened yet, as far as I know, but a lot. companies like home away right now what are they doing
1: yeah
0: I mean who's going and staying anywhere yeah so you eventually start getting out to other workers and then that you know then when it comes time to hire these people back uh, maybe you don't need as many at the first you know and so the unemployment sticks around for a while trying to work all that yeah. off
1: well I just heard on the news that the uh, Company that owns TJ Maxx and Marshall Field is laying off 250,000 workers or furloughing. You know, it's they they'll have jobs when it all comes back, maybe. (laughs) You know, but you're right. Will there be that need? I tell you, who's going to be busy when all of this is lifted? Is uh, people who cut hair.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've been seeing those stories too about people cutting their own hair at home, and it was kind of like, "Wow!" Uh,
1: luckily, I don't yeah. have that problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so, uh, yeah, that'll be a happy day. There's, there are no virtual haircuts.
0: No, no. Yeah. There's, you know, and they were talking today too about the uh, like the construction is continuing around here in Austin. Obviously, because we still have to build skyscrapers, we can't
1: yeah i have a real problem with that but somebody's working right
0: yeah well that's what they were saying but they said you know you you guys got to really watch make sure you're practicing you're safe working you know wear your mask wear all that kind of stuff
1: i know not no it's
0: you know, know
1: it's I mean, you, you can look around and see it's it's for a lot of people it's just business as as usual and Unfortunately that has a dominoing effect. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I was kind of shocked when they talked about the number of beds here in Austin, too. I don't know if you heard that the other night. We were at 50% capacity and they said we had 75 people in ICU. And we were at 50% capacity. We've only got 150 ICU beds here in Austin. That's that seems, yeah. that seems yeah. scary low. But um Anyway, you know, like I said, I just wanted to kind of touch base of one you know, one of the things we want to do in the next in the coming few episodes is start talking to people about you know what they've done to be creative and and weather through this. Life
1: during the pandemic.
0: Yeah. And you know, hopefully we get some good success stories about what people are doing and, and you know, we don't we don't want to be an all doom and gloom, but you know, Oh, I can tell you one guy who's having a tough time with his job. The guy who runs uh, the Twitter account for Evil Mopac. (laughs) Mopac is a little more benevolent these days. Yeah.
1: We got to get that guy on. Yeah, but Mopac's a little
0: more benevolent benevolent these days.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When he posts, I guess it was last Friday, Friday rush hour. Yeah. It was all green and he was seemed to be pretty despondent (laughs)
0: yes
1: (laughs) well it reminds me of driving
0: here in the early 90s
1: oh it reminds me of early 80s my god you could get anywhere in 20 minutes yeah they showed it they
0: this made the national news um well it's it was a national news story it was in on msm but they were showing uh some pictures of famous places with nobody there, you know, like Times square in New York or, or the, yeah, What was the, uh, the tunnel out in New York, the, the
1: George Washington.
0: Yeah. And there the, was, or the Lincoln
1: tunnel
0: that was the George Washington, but they literally had, uh, one car in the frame. Wow. And
1: then what's here- that uh, the intersection in Tokyo? There's this is intersection in the world. Well, see, Tokyo hadn't strong.
0: gone on lockdown yet. They just went today.
1: Well, and they they are still rapidly rising.
0: Yeah. I I don't know what they were thinking, but they didn't go on lockdown until today. Uh, but here was one of the more interesting pictures I saw in that group. I-35 in Austin, Texas. Wow. It was empty. I mean, there was six cars you could see. I was...
1: No, I may just go drive it.
0: I know. I haven't <laughs> driven it and I bet I haven't driven it in 15 years just because the traffic's so bad on it.
1: Well, one of the funniest things I have read is a friend of mine said he's getting three weeks to the gallon.
0: Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I filled up my, uh, I filled up my gas tank right before we started the work from home and I'm at half a tank right now.
1: So. Yeah, all right. I've only used a quarter, so.
0: Yep. Well,
1: I look forward to the upcoming episodes.
0: Yeah, it should be fun. We'll have a lot of fun with everybody. And, and you know, everybody stay safe out there. Try to keep your distances like you're supposed to. You know, this, this will eventually pass. And, yeah, in the meantime, we'll yeah. figure it. We'll talk to people and find out what they're doing. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. And we'll see you next time on the Trail to Austin.
1: Bye. Now go wash your hands.
0: Yes.